everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you're all feeling Christmassy. I can't quite believe that it is Christmas Eve today and it is Christmas Day tomorrow. How mad is that? Um, I hope you've finished wrapping all your presents like Keith said and finished prepping all your veg. Um, I do have a little confession to make. This is my first ever time preaching. So go easy on me. Overly laugh at my jokes more than you would at Keith or Billy's. Yep, like that. Keep, yep, keep it up, keep it up. Um, but I've been asked just to preach for a few minutes this morning, so I'm going to keep it short, both for your sake and for mine. But I want to start by asking you, what is your favourite Christmas film? So turn to the person next to you really quickly and ask them what your favourite Christmas film is. Oh. Okay, I think I'm hearing some good suggestions. Does anyone want to shout out one? Yeah, go on. Christmas Chronicles, was that? Two, oh, the second, okay. What have we got over here? Die Hard. Is that the one that people say isn't a Christmas film? It is a Christmas film, okay. Oh, there you go. There's some Christmas films up on the screen. Very good. Oh, for Christmas, says Keith. Now I'm going to share with you what my favourite Christmas film is. So my favourite Christmas film is The Muppets Christmas Carol. Did anyone else say The Muppets Christmas Carol? Thanks, Chris and Jill. Just us three in the house. Oh, okay, another one. I think Kit said it as well. He has to say that though, doesn't he? Um, So I just love it. It makes me feel so Christmassy. And if you haven't seen The Muppets Christmas Carol, then it is based on Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and it tells the story of a man called Scrooge who ultimately hates Christmas. Um, This got me thinking a little bit recently of the topic that we are looking at this month, which is the unwanted king. So when I say the word king, I wonder what comes to your mind. Does King Charles spring to your mind when I say the word king? No? Okay, thanks. Does Martin Luther King spring to your mind when I say the word king? A few of us, yeah, he's done loads in history, so it might be him. Maybe you are so hungry for your Christmas dinner tomorrow that the Burger King King sprung to your mind. Cute little King Charles Spaniel, anyone? A few of us, maybe? Or Elvis, the king of rock, the king of music. Maybe he sprung to your mind. But I wonder, how many of us said Jesus? Yeah, everyone shouts that now, don't they? Um, So I saw a survey online which said only 7% of people said the word Jesus um, as the first thing they thought of when they heard the word king. And I think that so perfectly shows us just how much of an unwanted king Jesus is seen as today. 
So if you have your Bibles, please turn them to or turn them on to Matthew 2, verse 1 to 12. And I'm going to ask Charlotte and Steph to come up and read. So can we give them a clap as they come on up? After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judah, during the time of King Herod, Maggie from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it arose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chiefs, priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has, has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and and they saw the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was when they saw the star they were overjoyed on coming to the house they saw the child was with his mother mary and they bowed down and worshipped him then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh and having been warned in a dream not to go back to herod they returned to their country by another route thank you both let's give them another clap very well read. So I just want to pull a few things out of that passage this morning and make a comparison between the wise men who saw Jesus as a wanted king and Herod who saw Jesus as an unwanted king. So the first point I want to share with you this morning is that the wise men journeyed but Herod stayed still. So the person to the left of you say to them the wise men journeyed but Herod stayed still. Very good. (laughs) So as it is Christmas, it's the only time of year that I can use a Santa sack, isn't it? So you might be wondering what this random thing is on the stage. Um, Can I have two volunteers to come and hold the Santa sack during my next part? Is that Elliot putting his hand up? Yeah, come on, Elliot. Over here as well. Is that Jeremiah? Yeah, do you want to come on up? Come and grab the map and just... Open it up. It is huge, absolutely huge. Yeah, no, just the map. Yeah. There you go, a map. So the wise men journeyed, but Herod stayed still. So the wise men traveled such a huge journey to see baby Jesus. And I think we can so easily miss the point of just how much time and sacrifice that it took them to make this journey. So I travel back to Penzance in Cornwall, where I'm from, later today. And it's going to take us about five hours to get there. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for saying sorry for me. It is a long way. Um, And I'm sure there's plenty of you in this room who have travelled to come and be with friends and family here today. And it can be so easy to want to moan about maybe the holiday traffic or the lack of leg space. Or maybe you have to sit in the middle seat in the back of the car. That used to be me and it's sad times. But these are all luxuries that we have compared to the wise men's journey. 
So I've never ridden a camel before. Has anyone here ever ridden a camel? Oh, quite a lot of us, actually. I'm very jealous because that's something I actually really want to do. So I've never ridden a camel, but I have ridden a horse and a donkey. And I can tell you after a little bit of time, it does become fairly uncomfortable. But these wise men travelled long distances um, through storms with rubbishly made roads. Uh, There were thieves about and unfinished maps. And their journey was by no means glamorous, but they sacrificed for the king. They travelled and they took off their crowns to worship him, and we should do no less. Herod, however, he wanted to avoid Jesus. Herod knew that by seeing baby Jesus, then his own life would have to change, and he didn't want to leave the comfort of his own palace. So this Christmas, will you leave Jesus as your unwanted king, or will you journey towards him? Thank you guys for holding the map. Very good map holding. Do you want to just pop it on the floor, wherever? Thank you. So the next point that I want to make, so I've got a three-point sermon, you know, I'm training to be a pastor, so I've got to do it, don't I? Um, is that the wise men gave to King Jesus, but Herod gave nothing. So now to the person to the right of you, say the wise men gave to King Jesus, but Herod gave nothing. Very good. (laughs) So I'm going to actually ask Debbie to come and get the next thing out of the sack. So thank you, Debbie. I think you know what it is already. This is actually a tin that I've been meaning to give back to Debbie for a while. So I thought I may as well make the most of it. So that's your tin. Did you fill it up with anything? It's not filled with anything. It's filled with love. That's nice, isn't it? It looks nice. I wrapped that myself last night, little bow and everything. So, yeah. You can open it if you want. You know what it is. You can keep it, yeah. <laughs> but that's a little present for me to you. Um, so Keith shared the other week about weird and unwanted gifts that he was given. Was anyone here for that? Does everyone remember that? Yeah. Well, I want to share with you a weird present that I have been given before. And the weirdest present I've ever been given, okay, hear this, It was a used pack of fake nails. So I'm telling you, there was like crusty glue around the lid. And like there was only eight nails in the pack, which is a little bit grim. And I'm all for crazy presents, but I do draw the line when people are having a little bit of a clean out. But we've all had these weird and unwanted gifts given to us before. But I want to highlight that the wise men gave expensive and they gave significant gifts. They didn't just give Jesus any old thing from Powerland, but they gave him the best. Herod, however, gave nothing. He wasn't willing to make any sort of sacrifice for the king because he wanted to keep everything for himself. Following Jesus as our king will cost us, maybe financially, maybe in other ways, but he is worth it. So this Christmas, what will you give to Jesus? The third and final point that I've got this morning is that the wise men bowed down, but Herod stayed on the throne. So now the person in front of you, tell them the wise men bowed down, but Herod stayed on the throne. Thanks. <laughs> Could I get one final volunteer to come and grab the last thing? Anyone? Do I see a hand over there? Yeah, come on, come and grab it. Okay. 
and just in the sack there. We've got a Christmas cracker. Do you want to give it, go and give Keith and Barbie, they pull it with one of them. Woo! And what do we get inside of a cracker? Oh, you can keep that. Nice little pencil. What else have we got? We've got a joke. If you want to know the joke, come see me afterwards. Oh, you want to know now? Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, why did, what did the, no, why did the reindeer take a ruler to bed with him? Anyone? No? Okay. So he could see how long he slept. Um, Dad's right that one. Did I see a high five there? Did you guys get that? Okay. <laughs> you guys have just been reading all the crackers. Dad's right that one down. That's a good one. Um, you can go and sit down. Thank you. So we know that the wise men were rich and important men, yet they humbled themselves before a baby. These men bowed down and essentially took off their own crowns. I've lost the crown now. I didn't even get the crown out. That was the one thing I needed in here. Essentially took off their own crowns because Jesus is worthy of worship. But Herod didn't care. And you can't worship someone whilst you are on your own throne. Did anyone here watch the coronation earlier this year? Yeah, a few of us. Well, if you did, you will have seen King Charles getting off his own throne and kneeling as a sign that Jesus is the king. And I wonder, like Herod, what our own thrones might be, whether that be self-importance or finances or jobs and status and things that give us power. None of that is important because we need to worship Jesus. So this Christmas, will you worship Jesus? I want to end by asking this morning, who are you going to be this Christmas? Are you going to be like the wise men or are you going to be like Herod? There are a lot of people in this world today who are like Herod and they see Jesus as a threat and they don't want him getting in the way of their lifestyle. They don't mind celebrating Jesus' birth because it means they get the fun and the food and the presents, but they don't want it going any further than that. And like Jesus, they miss the real meaning of Christmas, which is God sending his son down to save us. So this Christmas, let's leave Herod behind and make sure that Jesus isn't the unwanted king because he came to save us. Maybe you're here today and you're not a Christian and Jesus has been a little bit of an unwanted king for you. Let me tell you now that Jesus has come as the king to save you and he wants to be your wanted king today. If you'd like to know any more about that, come speak to myself, Billy or Keith, because we would love to chat about it. I'm going to pray, and then the worship team are going to lead us in another carol. Yes, Lord, I thank you for this word that you've put on my heart this morning. And I thank you that you love us so much that you sent your one and only son down to save us. Jesus, would we remember tomorrow the real meaning of Christmas and you as our wanted king? I do pray that tomorrow would be a day full of fun, love and laughter and that your presence would go with us and that you would bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much, church. I pray you have a great Christmas.